cheers to episode 69. Cheers. 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 Bud Light. Bush Light. (laughs) I just have a protein shake, not cool. Loser. Well, I was only gonna drink water, then I saw what episode number it was today, Alex. So I definitely had a crack. Oh, sixty-nine. For the listeners, I had, I still have coffee here. Oh, yeah, you see it. Uh, but I decided to go Bud Light at the last minute for episode sixty-nine. Not that I honestly thought all of us were going no booze there, and then everyone switched last second. Full booze. That was party. Animals. Bud Light is so fantastic. I will put this beer up against any beer. I just wouldn't. <laughs> Better out of a bottle, as most beers are. Today is, tonight is, Sunday, April 24th, 424, 8.20 p.m. Welcome in. You're listening to the number one sports podcast in Michigan, I feel like we need an air horn effect. <laughs> the number one podcast in Michigan. And Dick is back on 69th episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can't script that. Cool. For those that don't know, that's Hunter Dickinson, who Alex <laughs> refers to as Dick Dickman. In the a loving Dick way. Man. The Dickman. But no, that's not actually really why we're here today. That's just... uh. Just it was a good play on the episode number. What we're doing today, preview the show, weekly check-ins, even though it's always tough with weekly check-ins when we do shows like not that many days in between. Then you're like, oh, what did I do? What did I do? But we'll still do them. And then some quick hitters. I would say Mickey 3000 hits I wrote down. And I guess we can briefly touch on Hunter Dickinson. Maybe you guys want to make some jokes about him returning for a third year. Fine. Or don't but, care to talk that about is, him. That is some significant news that dropped today. And then we're just going to mock draft for the Lions. We talk a lot of smack on this show about how we actually last episode, uh, we declared Evan, you said we should draft the Lions. Alex said he would have taken Patrick Mahomes. So we get to put our money where our mouth is today and see where where we would draft people and how we would make this franchise better. So probably one of the more highly anticipated shows of the year, but we will start as always with our weekly check-ins. How are you guys? And what have you done since last episode, Alex? You lead us off. Uh, when did 25 we do our last episode? Old. Wednesday. Yeah, it's really only been like three days. Thursday, nothing. Friday, nothing. Just relax. Saturday, I golfed. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful weekend. It's like 80 degrees. Um, so I played golf with my dad, his friend, and friend of the program, Drew. Um. Struck my irons pretty well. The course was underwater, so conditions were not great. Um, couldn't putt to save my life. And still can't get off the tee box, for those wondering. Still can't do it. So that will be next step tomorrow on Golf League, is to hit a driver in the air straight. Would be nice. But overall, pretty pretty casual weekend. Nothing crazy. I just haven't done anything today at all. You had Taco Bell today. Yeah, I had my favorite establishment. And it, Evan, so did Grant. Every time just drops in you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
If Taco Bell penis, you would it. eat that every day. I was craving it the other day. So. Oh, it's because you exactly, always get bad stuff. Right, talk to me. What, what exactly were you craving from Taco Bell? I was craving Bell? a Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh, chicken or beef? That's what I had beef. today. Always beef. I, I didn't get it. I didn't end up getting it. It, just, it sounded good. Well, it was good. No I tomatoes? I one today. No, you have to have tomatoes. Well, you actually don't, but... <laughs> You don't have to, but it's weird if you take them off. Uh, Evan, you're weak, man. What'd you do since? Let's see. Your weekend, basically. Thursday went out. Um, yeah, went out to the bars again. Uh, went to Gotta Harper's. Gotta get it in before the year ends. Yeah, I went to Harper's. And you know how we always joke about how, like, oh, the music was horrendous. It was the worst music. No, I actually think this was the worst music experience of my life none of the songs were good none like music cut out for like five to ten minutes just no audio no music we're all just standing there on the dance floor they are getting absolutely just booed off the stage i mean everybody was booing them um it was i didn't know that harper's does a mug night they were doing a mug night. You buy one and you get refills for seven bucks. So you buy one for like ten, I think, and you get refills for seven. Comes in a Harper's mug. Seem like that great of a deal. I don't know. I mean, it was kind of like a little bit more than like a double would be. So you probably save. What comes in the mugs? Whatever mixed drink you want. Did you personally indulge I, in the mugs? No. Got it. But everybody else, everybody I was with, did. Is that why everyone was belligerent? Uh, yeah, so some people, you know, overdid themselves pre-game-wise. Um, some people just don't know that, like, if you take, like, three or four shots, it's not going to hit you as soon as you take it. It's going to add some time to it. And so, you know, you get to Harper's and then some people just, you know, they start sucking down their vodka crayon or their vodka lemonade like it's water. And then they're two or three deep and then the shots hit them and then it's just completely downhill after that. Um. Yeah, so Thursday was all right. Kind of. How was your buzz walking. level? I was buzzed. I mean, I, I can I can control myself. Shirt um, was shirt was around. Yeah, my shirt forehead. was on, and he's <laughs> and he was going up to random people in the bar and saying, "Hey, we'll never see another Kenneth Walker." <laughs> Just pulling up highlights on his phone. Um. Yeah. Then left Thursday, Friday. You were going to say something sucked about walking. It just sucks to walk back by yourself. Oh, and it's I'm like sorry, a 30, 45 minute sad, walk. Sad, lonely just, segment. Just trugging along, you know. Just Where'd you walk anybody. from? Um, oh, also, they some people, everybody besides me in the group, got cottage and pizza. Gross. One of the worst establishments of all time. Fed bad experience every single time I've gotten it. So I did not indulge in it. Um. A terrible customer service, by the way. Um, but I walked back from basically Cottage Inn, yeah, right next to Sonic Cookies. Those that know, so that far. Mm. It's a good, solid 30, 40 minute walk. Should have um, got Taco Bell on your way back. <laughs> there are no Taco Bells on the way back. There used to be one right next to Insomnia. Yeah, it's closed. Shut down. Jesus. Wow. Get a grip on campus. How do you, you get Taco school? Bell on that campus anymore? You don't. You, you had to go camp- to Frandor. <laughs> yeah. Their best customer left, and then they closed. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Friday, 
Um, nothing special. Construction season. No matter where you go, there's construction now, and I absolutely hate it. It's big time. Mm-hmm. Um, found a new favorite thing to do, new hobby. Um, you could say personality trait is just plug in the old AirPods while you're driving. I know you're not supposed to, but I have a piece of shit car, so like the radio doesn't really do me a service. I don't have like a plug thing in, whatever you want to call it, adapter. Ox cord. Yep, so I just put in my AirPods and just play a sad country playlist and just rock out to it the entire time. Oh, no, it, It's a good person. Evan, are you okay? This is the second, <laughs> like, lonely thing you've said. No, it's just like the... The country music, it's just, I feel like the country music, like the sadder country music songs are like a lot of them are better. Um, and then, like, a lot of the. You belt Yeah. I'm like, sure. Yes. I mean, I found some good country songs I added to my new playlist. So, and then like a lot of the, like the, I wouldn't say they have like TikTok popular country songs, like have a lot of like slower songs. So I could use a love song by Marin Morris. That's not on the playlist. Well, this playlist is also like 10 hours long, so I haven't got through all the songs yet. This exact scenario you're doing is what um, the author in a book that Mel Tucker pushes. Says Trevor Moad, R.I.P. Trevor Moad. He did this experiment where he listened to sad country songs for like three months, and he became like very depressed from doing so because he was like, "The songs are making." Evan doesn't not believe in neutral thinking. I don't believe in it when Alex has to say it to me after a basketball loss. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so we're going to monitor your behavior evan yes. <laughs> over the next three months okay we'll see how those weekly, if the weekly recaps are still yes. as chipper um friday didn't really do anything because the tigers game got rained out um new girl is a great show i recommend it to everybody wait you were supposed to go to the tigers game no, I was going to go like indulge at mux at the local watering hole oh drew, did, drew mentioned that but it got canceled, like the Tigers thing got canceled, so I didn't see a point for going downtown. Right. Um, New Girl, highly recommend everybody to watch it. I think Hunter and I watched probably 10 or 12 episodes Friday night, just all in a row, just on repeat. Great show. I've, I've uh, seen quite a bit of it. I've been uh, told. It's really person- fun. I've been told personality-wise I relate. I've never really seen it to Schmidt, but I don't think that's a compliment. Whoa. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a little... um. I like Schmidt. He's funny, but I think yeah, he's I a little. Too. Isn't he a little fruity? Ooh, he has a hot wife. Okay. Spoilers, Alex. He has a hot girlfriend, and then he divorces his wife and marries Zoe Deschanel. Nope. Nope. No, not a spoiler. Sorry, Evan. <laughs> I don't really know. I didn't have him finished. Uh, that'd be crazy if that was true because I really um, have no idea. Saturday had practice. First tournaments next weekend. Gotta get ready for that. Um, then went to Grand. Grand Valley again. Um, you live there now, it seems. I don't live there. I just, it's, I was supposed to golf today. Didn't happen. Got rained out. So I went there Saturday and day drank all day and all night. Any, any um, good stories? Any good places? Oh, yeah. Great stories. Oh. We just drank at uh, Corm's apartment, played some pool again. Um, We're soliciting <laughs> for uh, eight ball messages. You know, some people, I oh, wish that you know what? somebody sure. would. And nobody did it. Well, I should take that back. I had, I had two people. Mm. That's it. That's it. Any chicks? So, yes. Oh, wow. eight ball pool, baby. Oh, take notes. That's the new move. Suave. There was like kind of like a, a small joke about Snapchat stories, so I just did it. Um, I laughed. 
I just know that I'm more experienced at drinking and I can out drink anybody in our small friend group. Um, if they challenged me to like a case race or just to drink more. You had a case um, race. I didn't really have a case race. Just somebody challenged me. And I said, I bet you I can drink more than you by the end of the night. Cormac. We, I think we ended up drinking the same, but I didn't sleep on the bathroom floor. Oh. I slept in a bed and I woke up. Wow. Yeah. Who, who was wow. it? <laughs> oh, wow. That was funny. Oh, they drove back today and I haven't done jack shit today. I've done nothing today. You're saving your energy to execute a great draft for the Lions. Absolutely. Breaking news, uh, Gabe Brown has announced that his player's trunk is now live. Uh, so memorabilia why would you, why would you can be that? bought. <laughs> I just wanted to, there's uh, 67 products available from game-worn signed sneakers to um, practice shorts. This is deal. not a free ad read, Grant. What are you doing? <laughs> Shout out Gabe Brown. I just wanted to see the look on your guys' faces when I said Gabe Brown is announcing, which is enough that it was worth it. Oh, my God. Um, now you're looking at it, aren't you? You're going to go no, watch No, Michigan State's golf, women's golf school reign is over. Michigan won the Big Ten today. That's huge. Hang the banner. Um, <laughs> I didn't do a ton. I guess it, well, I guess most Whoa. people would call it a big life moment for Grant, like going home and spending a weekend with my family, with my girlfriend coming too. Whoa, red alert. This Woo! is a big, Sorry, big guys. moment. <laughs> but I guess the good news is it didn't feel like some big thing. It felt pretty nice we went to the classic when you go to someone's house like old stories old baby pictures scrapbook all that stuff ah that's why it got uh yeah played with the dog yeah there was uh, some that great ones sense. dude there were so many it actually was almost scary when we were going through the little league section i would like find myself and i'd be like, oh there's evan <laughs> there's wyatt and there's alex and that was at least four of the teams that of the eight that were in there like over half like all four of us were on the same one uh, shout out to the Timber Rattlers. That team was an absolute wagon in our maroon Champions. jerseys and, and black pants. Champions. Um, never forget that Champions was right, of the league. right before Alex went to Mexico and I allegedly cried, according to him, when he, he left. But you did. You cried like a little <laughs> And your mom was making, she's like, Grant, you need to get it together. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. No, um, this is real. And then all of our like... uh yeah, just class photos from elementary school. I forgot that they do those. And just some of the kids that we went to elementary school with, it's just funny looking back what everyone looks like and how they all like matured. So if anyone hasn't gone through their old pictures in a while, definitely worth doing. Took the doggo, Nash, on a lot of walks. Um, so it was a big weekend for him. Went to a winery. First winery I've ever been to in my life. In the Irish Hills area? In the Irish Hills area. Uh, I'll give it a free plug. It might... Might need it. I don't know. It was a nice inside called North of 12 Winery. Kind of just off a dirt road on your way to, I don't know, Onstead, essentially. Um, it was dead when we got there, but no one goes to wineries at like 2 p.m. But then a massive biker gang of like 15 to 20 bikers rolled in. Not who you'd think would go to a winery, but they had. They looked like they had a blast. They got a couple drinks and then left. And then went to dinner at the newly... Uh, rebranded the station in Tecumseh, no longer Evan Street Station, now called just the station. It's a little bit more casual, not as like a, you know, intimidating, like high-end restaurant. I think they're trying to rebrand after they close down for a while. And it's, it's still solid, but it's definitely not as fancy as it used to be, which is could be can be good and bad at times. So solid drinks there. And then pretty much it. Came home today, 
put in a work shift. And the only other thing I wanted to get to in my weekly check-in is I know people are like, Grant, you're a hater. Well, mainly Alex, you're a hater. You let hate consume you too much with some athletes, you know, and don't give this guy the light of day. But I found myself having like a old man yells at cloud moment, but it's not really old man because this guy is insufferable. And I think all generations can get behind it. I'm just minding my business watching the Brooklyn Nets Boston game after uh, Alex just pooped his pants. It looks like um, the Nets Celtics game. It's like 730 after dinner. And I just look at the Nets bench. And if you watch the game, you know who I'm talking about. Mr. Orange Pants. Ben Simmons. Like purple and blue jacket and 70s glasses. Ben Simmons sitting there looking like a sore thumb. And I just got mad. It was just my family and Marissa sitting there. And I go, I just hate that. I was there. I, just, I hate that guy. That guy is such a scumbag, loser diva like wants all the attention like the whole nets bench is wearing all black they wear black as their primary color and he knows he's sitting out when he's supposed to be back around this time and he wears the most look at me outfit of all time in the middle of the bench and i know it's like a minor thing but it's a big thing because it just speaks to how much of a me guy he is and then it even the report comes out today that he woke up with back soreness so he's gonna miss game four as well even though he was supposed to play i sent you guys a clip of Stephen a just absolutely obliterating his whole life at the halftime show of one of today's game and cna perfectly said the guy has quit on every single team he's played for and he made a good point he's like we're not it's not like he's a ufc fighter it's not like his physical health is really on the line we're talking about playing basketball and this guy simply cannot be bothered to do it but he he keeps just wanting everyone to look at him, and I'm absolutely fed up with Ben Simmons. He stinks. He's a fraud. He's a capital C clown. I we had the him... hypotheticals too about trading for him this <laughs> off, last offseason. Best thing of all time. Just a savage dad moment. I say all that, and my dad goes, Grant, didn't you say you wanted the Pistons to trade for him before the Cade Cunningham draft? Yes. <laughs> and I go, God, that feels terrible, Dad. But yes, I did. I Larry just never forgets. I didn't know at the Larry's time. Larry's got those receipts. <laughs> yes. No wonder you're such a receipt guy. Yeah. But uh, I want to str- strike that from the record. That was before all the offseason drama happened. I was willing to give him a chance after his blown kind of layup fiasco in Philly. But no, clearly he's a cancer for any team. You can't have that guy in your locker room. That is the weekly check-ins. Quick hitters. Do anyone like to say anything nice about Miguel Cabrera? Because I think, what was it? Saturday was a big day for everyone that's watched him to really sit back and think about how privileged we were to experience him as a baseball player. I mean, I got to listen to it on the radio. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't on the TV. It was on my way to Grand Valley. Dan Anderson, great call on it. I mean, I'm sure yeah, a actually, lot of Tiger fans have seen it. Probably the best way to actually take in that hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish he was clapping while I was driving down 127. Um, but yeah, I think Grant, you kind of talked, touched on a little bit. Like we kind of take it for granted how good he actually is just because we watched him for like he came here in 2007, 2008. So for 15 years, um, he's one of the best athletes that we'll ever watch for our entire lifetime from here on out. And then, uh, I think you definitely get appreciated when he's gone. Like right now, I think some fans are like, oh, we need to get rid of him because he had a couple of bad years. But just appreciate that he still can go out there. I mean, he leads our team in batting average or close to it. So, and he's like the leader on this team. Doesn't care about the really 3,000 hit. I know he wanted it, but like the Yankees game, Aaron Boone's a scumbag. Um, mm, a lot of scumbags stuck. on today's podcast. Aaron Boone is a scumbag. He wasn't going to win the game. Oh, I would have done it. I would have done the same situation. He Your team he felt had bad bases loaded 
in the eighth inning and you guys didn't score, uh, that's where you lost, not because you intentionally walked my go for Barra. Um, I digress. <laughs> but he's like on the Mount Rushmore for like Detroit athletes of all time, probably. Uh, for our generation, at least, or oh, at yeah. least since like 2000, there's just not that many better than Cabrera in any sport here. I fully agree with what Evan said. It was a pleasure to watch him play baseball, and we definitely took it for granted, not realizing how good he was. Probably we knew he was really good, but I think you uh, you kind of forget until like an accomplishment like this happens, and then you're like, wow, we watched all of that. So yeah, I agree with Evan. He's probably going to be one of the top athletes we ever see for our teams in our life. I can't imagine many better. Yeah, I mean, I think it was that uh, Alex Avila, who's in baseball media now, tweeted out that uh, he got it from someone else, but they broke down the categories that Miguel was joining until it was like a standalone category. I think I, I retweeted it because it was really good to put it in perspective. But when you just say it, like baseball's been going on for so long, it's America's pastime, and he's only the 33rd player to ever even have 3,000 hits. And then you get into the seventh player ever to do 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. And then you look at the list of active players behind him. It's going to be so long before someone even sniffs that again. I think the two things that stood out to me was, one, it was also fantastic to see a playoff-like atmosphere in downtown Detroit. Um, you had the the hit and then that Torkelson bomb, which for me was even more exciting just because I love the future and I love Torkelson. So like that eruption downtown and like the beautiful weather, that whole day just had to be fantastic for the city of Detroit um, in terms of, like, you know, like dollars going to the businesses down there and everything like that. So that was fantastic. And two, my... Jesus, laptop won't stop going off. My personal ode to Miguel was I was someone in high school playing baseball that constantly, probably to my detriment, wanted to tweak my swing. Kind of like how golfers are constantly looking for that little thing. And I would just watch Miguel YouTube highlights. I can I can vi perfectly visualize the YouTube video I would watch on like 0.25 speed and just like watch his swing and the way it arced. And then I would go try to replicate replicate it in batting cages just off a tee. And I couldn't do it because I would like hit the bottom of the tee and pop up. And I just would watch in amazement at how smooth his swing was and effortless. Like it never looked like he was exerting a bunch of um, like muscles to hit. It was just the way he perfectly used the leverage of his body and the way he extended his hands back in just a smooth, beautiful pattern. And like, that's what people say when they watch him take BP, the way he's just able to slap base hits to right field. Like it's nothing, uh, even on inside pitches. I think that was like the one nerdy detail that I always remember about Miguel Cabrera and like the personal impact he had on me throughout my life, just trying to em emulate him, but you can't really, cause he's one of one of the best right-hand hitters of, of all time, of, of anyone. So shout out Miggy. I'm not, and it probably buys him like, I don't know, like a couple months period where we don't chop him like we were because he was kind of declining there. Like when you reach a milestone where it's like, all right, like we can, we can live with any of the um, downsides that come from that. And then the other quick hitter, like I mentioned, anything on Dickinson coming back? Evan, you said you'd laugh, kind of funny. In a way, it just kind of like he should have left after his freshman year, but he was an all-time peak for like the draft stock. I'm sure he probably didn't get the best uh, report from back from him, but um, sucks for Michigan State fan. Great for a Michigan fan. Um, he's gonna be the go-to guy, and then I guess Michigan's just waiting to see what Houston and DBT do. But they're 
they're all going to return, which sounds like they're all going to. Um, they'll be favorites again. It's just somebody that Alex and I have a bone with, and we just hate the way he carries himself and whatnot. I mean, he has to back up what he said at the end of last year, so we'll see how much hatred in the Big Ten is actually going at him. I also wonder, guys on his own team, if they like putting up with some of the things he does. I'm sure they don't. But, yeah, he's just not – his game's not suited for the NBA. And if he was going to go – what was he, like a top – a first-rounder after his freshman year probably? Close. This year know. I saw he was like 50th. So, yeah. Luca Garza didn't help him out, tell you that. I mean – No. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, he's just not fit for the NBA, and so I'm not exactly surprised and dreading watching him play another year. But. I mean – Bigger picture wise, like it's kind of good for everyone because it's a good sign that NIL can keep these kind of just really elite college players in college. And also it's good to have villains back, you know, like when Grayson Allen was there a bunch of years, it just draws up controversy. Like we are, are even I will get sick of it at times because it's just like I just sometimes could do without some of the antics, um, you know, especially when things aren't going great. But at the end of the day, he did help Michigan win a lot of basketball games last year. And until it kind of blows up in your face, you're just like, all right, let's do it again. I mean, I wasn't – like I told you guys, I was ready for him to leave if he was going to because I've seen two full years of it. But it's like, all right, he's he's a solid player. So you welcome him back and hope the chemistry is a little bit different around him and they, they click earlier in the year than, than last year. So we'll see. But, yeah, and I guess we'll see you uh, probably on our next show or whenever. Mm, not really because college basketball, we'll be talking about the draft. But today is that day where it's like uh, – Dia- Diabate and Houston still have to announce. So I kind of have like Twitter up to seeing if they're going to say anything, but we will see what happens with that. Um, all right. It's to the draft. draft. My draft time, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I got the coffee. I got the Bud Light. Three GMs enter the war room. How many Would rounds anyone... are we going? The Single full thing, handling? baby. Come well, on, we Alex. talked about not going the full thing like last week. You said that. So I was just, just yeah, double check. Round six and seven. No, that's a good question. Um, a couple orders of business. Um, we need to assign our executive suite titles. So who wants to be like GM, director of player person, personnel, college scout? I mean, we got to divvy up the hats here. Well, I guess no one can be no GM. No one can be GM. Yeah. We're all – our, our pick is the GM, um, but we need to be individual roles. Alex, I'll let you go first. You love picking out roles for yourself. Um, and that's a compliment. That's not like a. Discount. I just like the sound of director of player personnel. So let me have that title. Okay. Wow. Um. Then I'll take. Oh, I'll take. I'll take Brad Holmes' old job. I'll take director of college scouting. I like that. Nice. Um. I will be. Ooh. Now I don't know where to go from here. Um. I'll be. Um, God, any any anything come to mind for you guys? Like, what's left in the front office? You got assistant uh, to the GM, VP of operations. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be assistant GM, uh, assistant Ken Dorsey, assistant senior draft senior advisor, vice, senior draft advisor slash head of senior bowl scouting. Senior Bowl scouting. <laughs> Evan, are you okay with him dipping in there? Absolutely. You can go ahead and take that. I'll take all the underclassmen. <laughs> yeah. 
Evan's got all like the big process. I got the guys that just had to go to the senior bowl. <laughs> He's got yeah, there's, the there's good guys. Yeah, just put it up. Um, okay. Now I'm gonna say something here that is kind of like our GM told me this. Okay, so we can't turn it down. Uh, last year we let ourselves do one trade because we're trade back whores. Uh, but this year we're, we can't. We cannot trade because it's very obvious in this draft from every, what everyone said that it's almost impossible to trade down from the spot we're at two because that love for the QB is not really there. So what if someone offers on? us Debo? <laughs> well, that's, I, I don't know how to get a mock simulator to do that, Alex. This, <laughs> this is real life. So I, I'm making that rule. And then before we kind of get going into the nitty-gritty details, I want to look back at what we mocked last year so we can grade ourselves quickly so we can learn from our mistakes and oh, maybe be better. <laughs> So we let ourselves trade, and of course, the trade, uh, whores we are, we traded the ninth pick. No, we traded our seventh pick to Denver Broncos, and we got the ninth pick, the 40th pick, and the 71st pick, which well, seems, like they, seems like they gave us way too much because we wow, only moved down two spots. <laughs> so that's why we're not trading down, because sometimes these sites let you get away with murder. Um, we took Rashawn Slater at nine. I remember there was some controversy about that, but that was a great oh. pick looking back. Well, I wanted Micah Parsons. Right. At 40, we took Jabril Cox from LSU linebacker. I don't know how his rookie season went. Nope. No idea. I'm going to I'm gonna assume that's bad if we haven't heard from him. Yeah. Um, at the 41st pick, we took Diami Brown from North Carolina, wide receiver. He wasn't very good. He played a little bit, though, in a bad, bad system. Yeah, he wasn't. Where was he at? Washington. The Commanders, yes. Um, 71, we took Kelvin Joseph, cornerback from Kentucky. Not really sure what happened to him. Um, 72, we took Jamin Davis, linebacker from Kentucky. I think he was solid for someone. You're just you're just saying that. No, I think he was. Let me you have no idea, and you're going to say, yeah, I think he was solid. <laughs> I heard so, I heard his name come up the other day, and they're like, oh, yeah, he was a solid player. Special um, oh, yeah, dude. He had 76 combined tackles for the Commanders last year. It's pretty solid. So good value there. Alex is already yawning. <laughs> um, and then our last three picks were Jamar Johnson, safety from Indiana. Um, Bobby Brown from Texas A&M. Bobby Brown. And then Cornell Powell, wide receiver from Clemson. Cornell Powell played a little bit. Okay. So I'm not sure if that can gl- we can glean anything from that for this year, but I just wanted to you know look back on what we did. It's early. Any, you gotta any thoughts? Give, give some time for those any guys. Any thoughts? To I wrote down a couple of thoughts for myself. One, um, based off of last week's interview, go listen to it. Um, Dave brought up a couple solid points about like uh, what Brad Holmes has done in the past um, with the Rams. They could give us a little insight of what he's going to continue to do about drafting wide receivers. Later. Our boss, Brad Holmes. Correct. Our boss, Brad Holmes. Yes. Um, Wide receivers, he drafts later. Safeties, he kind of drafts later. Um, I report to Sheila. <laughs> oh, wow. And he is known to draft more defensive linemen built through like the trenches um, more than anything. So there's a couple standpoints. And then I think this is actually, if the Lions want to turn this around, I would say this is the most, um, how do I want to word it? Most Important draft ever. I wouldn't say ever. I would say if you want in to be relevant in five history. years. 
if you want to turn this thing around and want to be relevant, and Dan Campbell is actually known for like being a good coach, and we're not just rinse and repeat. This is the draft to do it because I think there's certain situations, certain dominoes could fall. We could draft something, we draft a QB or not draft a QB, where it just changes the whole landscape of the Lions organization. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be a lot to it. be made in the future about how um, – because like half the league's going with the young kind of um, nerdy offensive assistant who's supposed to be a guru at it uh, or basically a Shan- any Shanahan or a McVay disciple. And yeah. there's another part going the more old school uh, way, and we're in the more old school camp of just a, a player's coach and let the assistants do most of the X's and O's in a way. Um, but that a lot of will be made on that storyline, but a lot of it comes down to the draft, you know, because – if you don't give them good players, no, no matter no matter what your off or offensive style is going to be, it's not going to matter. So you guys can you know get your get your big boards in order here on whatever site you want to oh, use. Yeah. I, I'm going. I don't think we did this last year, but I'm going to share my screen. We're going to do legit this year, so you're going to be looking at it. I found we're going to be using for those that want to follow along. If if you want to, I'm going to do NFL mock draft database is the site we're using it's like the most clean one i found and i like i ran their simulator a few times and tweak this mess with the settings so we can get a more realistic picture and by those people are like oh what do you mean you tweaked are you rigging it no what i was what i was doing <laughs> yes no what i was doing in the simulator was i would click their recommended mode and cave thibodeau went first every time and i just i won't i don't want him to go first because i want it to be like the vegas odds of pretty much hutchinson going first so mm. i think that's what we want because then it would be interesting to see us debate out what we're doing if Hutchinson falls, but I think what we should do is do the Vegas odds of like minus 180 Hutchinson going first, so he will end up going first. So, and I also hear, well, I guess let's share the screen, Grant, and then it'll make a lot more sense for everyone. Uh, sharing screen. I want this desktop to be sharing. Click share. Do you guys see my screen? Uh huh. Yep. But wow. I can't see if my audio is still recording because it's full screen. Okay. Oh no. You can exit the full screen. <laughs> it is still. All right. So everyone feels good. I, I'm I'm tweaking my setup too. Things are moving around, but I think we're good. Um. All right. So I have I I read the rules of the draft from this website from NFLOperations.com. So we have 10 minutes to make our first round picks. We have seven minutes to make a second round pick, five for compensatory picks in rounds three through six or regular picks, and then four minutes in round seven. So how it'll work is like I'll let the draft play out. We'll t- we won't start the timer right away when it gets to us. We're going to look at like who's been picked ahead of us because that's because obviously like teams in the draft get to – go in slow-mo real time this scene's gonna kind of fly through some of the picks so we'll do a little recap of what we saw and then we'll be all right guys we are on the clock officially i'll hit the clock and then we'll talk it out amongst us what we're gonna do so you see here what i'm doing selecting lions for those following along 2022 seven rounds uh pre-draft order normal speed we're going aggressive this is the tweak i did aggressive drafting this is more like from what i've seen it's more realistic some guys will fall like i tried one evan neal fell to like the teens whatever but basically the main the main guys were going where they need to go kyle hamilton fell to like 20 which i've read could possibly happen if people don't know where to play him and then trading strict doesn't really matter for us like i said we're not trading so 
We are going to start the draft. Is anyone ready? Ben, ready. So. Is anyone nervous? No. People are. This is gonna. People are gonna look back on this draft and not saying that people are soft start for doing the multiple draft. Grant. <laughs> not saying people are soft for doing multiple mock drafts, but we're a one take only kind of podcast. We're getting one mock draft and that's it. Start. Okay. We're rolling. So Hutchinson. So <sighs> I'm going to start. I'm starting the timer now. We're in 10 minutes every pick. No, you do not read the already war room. You get 10 minutes for the first round picks, Alex. It's the real NFL draft rules. Okay, I just didn't know. All right, and you can see in the top left, guys, 10 minutes. You can see it counting down here in case you want to refer. All right, so I say we go one at a time. Evan, what's who make your case? Make my case. I would like. Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, based off of we know his true position, um, his athletic ability is a little bit better. He's a higher ceiling. He was a little bit more productive on a lesser team, lesser talent around him. Yes, he had a couple injuries set out, and the team was still able to compete at a high level, i.e. they beat Ohio State. Um, he has a better um, pass rush grade, better win rate. Um, he's bigger. And I be- I don't think he's faster. I don't think he ran his 40. Um, I think this is ceiling or the upside of knowing that he's actually a true pass rusher, not just a defense alignment where we have to find positions better than the other guy that we're probably debating against. Alex? I say we draft Kayvon Thibodeau as well, highest ceiling. Um, I've always said top three pick, edge rusher, tackler, QB. So... Um, edge rusher is the, the biggest need, and I think he has the highest ceiling to be a star in the league. I get he has some off-the-field concerns, Grant, that you don't like very much. But um, as Dave Burkett told us, uh, our organization believes Dan Campbell can convince anyone to play hard. So with that said, I trust our head coach, and I think Thibodeau is the most uh, most talented player. All right. I don't fully agree i'll give the the background on, on my side um i do think Kayvon. i'll give you like this is my pros of him like he's the most uh proven pass rusher that's left like aiden had good numbers Kayvon had good numbers so trayvon walker is a lot of mystery around that guy um he's more athletic he's like an athletic freak now some of that is the 40 number the combine numbers and all that it is a little alarming some of the the um, pressure rates and the, the the raw numbers from Trayvon Walker on a, on a loaded defense. It was kind of weird, though. People have written about how he was used in unique ways. Maybe they didn't exactly know where they wanted to put him. I do think if you made him like a stand-up edge rusher, he's going to thrive in that role. And he just kind of pops, I would say, when you watch him more on you know his highlights and whatnot than Kayvon. Like he's just a big physical specimen. Um what I guess we're banking on here is that our head coach, Dan Campbell, is such a player's coach, locker room connector that Kayvon Thibodeau's potential red flags of um, how do you what's the best way to phrase it? Just like maybe some of his drama or question marks about love for the game and whatnot will be cast away and neutralized by Dan Campbell's kneecap biting strategy so and i'm comfortable doing that i trust dan campbell everyone that's played for him loves him um, maybe panay sewell 
will be a good connector. I know that was kind of a hypothetical fan ass that we joked about, but maybe Panay knows him on a deeper level and be like, hey, Kayvon, you're kind of acting like a diva if he ever does. Um, it also, does anyone find it weird? I asked Alice, is it weird that Panay Sewell hasn't like um, kind of vouched for Kayvon? So, yeah, I love my team to take him. Not, no. Is that weird at all or no? No. Because like players do that a lot on social media. Like uh, Amon Ra was like, let's take Drake Jackson. You know, yeah, that they the, like the guy. The outspoken players in the league that are on twitter all the time you don't see sewell doing that ever really so why would he start now i don't really see sewell as much of a social media guy that often i don't really remember seeing him a lot in the offseason i don't know if he's had a chance or like anybody's reached out to like interview him Um, i'm sure if he did get interviewed i'm sure that question would get brought up um yeah it is interesting to think about I don't think it's like, a big hey, deal. It could also be like, you know, the front office or the coach to be like, yeah, be hush-hush about the entire draft process. They don't comment on anybody because it's not they're not on our team yet. Yeah, other than Amonra. Um, so Thibodeau will be the pick. He's our pick at two. Just for sake of other people you like here, is there anyone else that would like, ah, I might take this guy at two if you got cold feet draft day about Thibodeau? Walker. Oh, just yeah. Edge. Yeah. Yeah, I'd still stick with an edge rusher. It just it's hard because we're at the number two spot. If we were at like five, six, you know, anything probably past five, I could talk myself into drafting a lot more different positions. Um, We do need a safety, and I think Kyle Hamilton's versatile enough, and I hate the whole motion of like they have to play a position. Um I think if like if you have a solid defense and you have a solid scheme, I think anybody can play anywhere at any point. Um, NFL is different now. You don't like typically play your four three with two safeties. You kind of have four pass rushers um, that could be anybody. Uh, Michael Parsons is one of the best pass rushers on the Cowboys, so he's like kind of like their stand up defensive end. And then you have eight guys that can cover, and I don't care who those eight guys are. Um, I feel like he could match up with tight ends or like a bigger body receiver. So I could see myself talking to myself into Kyle Hampton, which is just a position of need. Um, and the safety talent kind of drops off after you get past like the top three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard to do because we're at two. But I mean, I'm me. so in love with Jordan Davis. I think he was the best college football player last year. Um, you can't teach the size or the speed at that big of a guy. Um, Maybe he'll fall to us later. Yeah. I love me some Kyle Hampton, but yeah, I agree. It's like, Especially it is after, interesting. Oh, go ahead, Grant. I was that even after like he's a safety, so it's different. But you still get the weebie-jeebies after drafting Akuda at three. Like you just see your secondary player in the top three. It's like ooh, can't do what, it. What were you thinking, Evan? It is interesting because we don't really need an offense alignment, but it is interesting like how talented these offense alignments are. If we were in a different position, um, if we didn't have Decker or if we didn't have like Frank Ragnow on the roster, would we be thinking about? one of the offensive linemen um, to kind of play that guard role and then develop into a tackle. And then obviously you already touched on the whole thing about Akuda and then like sauce Gardner is probably one of the best corner prospects to come out recently. Um, just based off his stats, size, speed. Uh, he's actually like a pro corner ready. He was going to start day one. And from the Detroit area too. So just a so, great story. Um, but without further ado, the, with the second pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Lions select Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. 
No claps from our director of player personnel. <laughs> this is a business. All right. We're not going to start the clock yet. We're just going to get our bearings straight. I don't think there's really any major surprises. Jahan Dotson. Both linebackers gone. I also can sort by positions, guys, if you want to look at positions. This is their big board number just for clarification. I already know what I want. So I'm, I think we're good to start the clock. We get another 10 minutes. We probably won't need it all, but maybe because there's more guys here. Starting the clock now. Um, I think the biggest thing we have to keep in mind here in the Lions is that we are 32 and 34. So there's only one pick in between us, but if we're really like close on two guys, we should factor in like the position depth, I guess, at some point. If like there's a guy later in this draft, we can also look here. Our next selection will not be till 66. So if we think someone will last there, that you know the Jaguars could take. Like we just gotta keep that in mind. Um, like safety wise, I I do like Lewis Seen. He's available to us here. That's Does anyone want pick. a quarterback? I guess that's the first question. Does anyone want a quarterback? No. I do not. I do not either. I'll just fly through positions here. That might help us. So that's our quarterbacks. We can see it. I mean, I am in love that Sam Howell's falling in all the projections or whatnot, so we don't have to waste like a top pick. This is our wide receiver board. Does anyone really want one here? No. Right at the 32? No. I mean, a couple guys. I mean, the more and more I watch George Pickens, I think he's standing out. I think he's a baller. Um, we have 34. I'm, I'm speaking out loud, Alex. I think John Mechie is going to be really good. I don't think either of those guys are going to last past one of these two picks, Alex. I'm just yeah. speaking out loud. I like those t- talent of those two players. I like Christian Watson if we're talking receivers. Is there enough depth in this group of five players that we'd be like, okay, we could get a guy later in this draft of like a David Bell, Wandell. I watch Alex Pierce a little bit. I don't hate him. Calvin Austin's fast. Because I'm saying, Al- Evan's right. If we don't take one of these guys and kind of reach for them, we're not going to get a chance at a wideout of these guys. Correct. Well, I think they'll all be available at 34. So for this pick, yes, specifically, yes, we don't need to worry about one. Okay. No, Hypothetically, Alex, no. I think like if we're debating between an offense and a defensive guy, um, I see the lines going offense with 32. So you can get that fifth year option on the player. Um, you see it more prevalent now. Mm, that's um, why. That's why we Evans hired high in the front office because I wasn't even thinking that. You see it more prevalent now, and if you would ever like take a risk on a quarterback, you would draft him at, with a thirty-second pick instead of the thirty-fourth pick because for the fifth-year option. Um, Logan Hall for Houston—that's who Dave Burkett talked to us about. I don't really—I haven't really watched him play. I'm gonna be honest with you, so it'd be just purely Dave's recommendation if we took him. Do you go back-to-back edge at all? There's some guys in this range here. Ojabo scares me. I'm a Michigan guy, but that scares me. Achilles. Too afraid of that. Um, the Penn State guy is solid. I won't rule him out. Linebacker-wise, this is similar to wideouts, guys. We're 51 like and 53. We're not going to be able to get that when we're back on the clock at 66. So it's going to be between Muma and my, my non-guy Chanel. But I do like Channing Tindall if we had to punt till later. If we had to punt. I like Beavers from Cincinnati Quick. later. McQueary's one of the higher McQueary's one of the higher ranked guys on the board of, of the position where we're at. And then obviously safety, the guy that we looked at first to shore up the safety position. I'll go back to the main big board. I think all the three of those safeties here. are Oh yeah, let me look back. I think all three of those safeties are in play. Um obviously their their rankings are different than rankings that we've seen in the past. Um and like those three safeties that are left, I think the talent 
definitely dramatically falls off. Um, if you don't take one of them, I would say with our one of our next two picks, 32 or 34, we definitely have to take a safety. We don't have any depth on the roster currently. Um, yes, they could like somebody later, and we touched on it before that uh, Brad Holmes is also taking safeties uh, later in the drafts and hit on them, or they've turned into solid role players for the Rams. Are we mocking yeah, I mean, on what we want or what we think is going to happen? I think what we want. That's what I've been basing off of. Just, just double checking. I so, think we did off of what we want last year too. I don't think we yeah. were. I could. I, I wouldn't be surprised if like some of these edge rushers are here and like you know how he went double. I'm not going to say what he could do. Double defensive line goes like double edge just to like make our edge rush even better. Like you know because it was so bad last year. When you look at our needs here, I mean those are these are kind of spot on to what I think. I I wouldn't put QB this high because I'm cool with another year of golf to get yeah. through it. But safety's right there. Why not? We did shine Chark, but we definitely need a wideout at some point. You can't have Josh Reynolds forever. I mean, our defense is – I mean, it was historically bad last year, and a lot of draft experts think the Lions, if they want to progress forward, need to go 80%, 70% defense in this draft if you want to start making the leap and rebuilding this faster. Because if you start picking and choosing offensive defense, I don't think collectively as a whole your team's going to be that much better. There's more talent on the offensive side than there is defense. I would go defense – for the 32nd and 34th pick. I'm waiting out. I'm committed to myself that I'm waiting out on wide receiver. Scene. I I like Scene as the safety from this the This is my no-brainer pick. If I had to do it. I totally agree with it. I totally am okay with it. I think we have to draft a safety, and he's the best available. And he might also go 33 if we don't Let's take do it. 32. I'm drafting with the, with the 34th pick in the 2022 NFL draft. Second pick. With the 32nd pick. The 32nd pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, Detroit Lions select Lewis Seen. Not sign, Seen. They took a tackle. Wow. Wow. Woo-wee-wah. I mean, back on the clock. I mean, I wouldn't be I'm gonna, upset with I'm drafting reset. just two safeties either. So. Well, I seven don't minutes. think we can do two safeties. But I understand seven that. Seven minutes. Hypothetically, Alex. I like I'm, starting, I'm starting it now. 34th pick. Bernard Raymond went in between us. I also don't hate the idea of Ojabo here either. Just a little risky. This is a tough spot because like the guys we want that we talked about and with the 32nd pick, like the wide receivers and the linebackers were in that they're in the middle zone of these picks. So like people will call it a reach. We're gonna have to reach here. But sometimes you gotta take your guys. I like Quay Walker. But I'm Georgia biased. I like this edge rusher, but some could argue, you know, with both Aquaras coming back, is it is it dumb to to double up on a position of need as opposed to spraying it out? I'm in the spread camp. Evan, your thoughts? Our linebacking core is bad. I mean, we do really have to terrible. Our linebacking core is bad. Terrible. We just have what Barnes and Anzalone and Jared Davis. And Zaloni and Jared Davis. You have to take a linebacker. We lost Reeves Maben. And like obviously this board has him at, as Christian Harris at 51 and Quay Walker's 53. I've seen Quay Walker mocked at the early second round. Like some part of it's like, you know what? Like when you draft in fantasy football, like take away the 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 experts big board. Which guys can ball? Which guys are like, okay, that yeah. guy 
can ball. Both linebackers that are listed right there. I think Quay Walker is when we talked about guys we liked. He was the guy that had like seven missed tackles out of like 138. Um, obviously, like we talked with David Paquette, my thing that I keep going back to in the Georgia defense, I love the Georgia defense, but I don't know exactly who's all amazing because they are all solid. So who's helping who? Um, you know, was Quay Walker able to run more freely because Jordan Davis is getting a double team so linebackers can't come block him? I don't know. I know Nicobe Dean is amazing. I know that. He's gone, though. So a lot of experts would have us taking Matt Corral here, so we wouldn't have to think, but I don't, again, no QB for no. us. We got five minutes left. Is anyone going to make a strong push for someone? I want Quay Walker. Alex wants Quay Walker. He wants to double give up me some, uh, Give me some like, facts. You know, Give me some reasons why. Like, Really set it in stone, Alex, please. <sighs> I mean, I just liked his tape. I don't have too much to say about it. I mean, super athletic, good linebacker on an elite defense. I also like defense. Kenneth Walker's tape, too, but we're not going to draft him. I think it's good. a position of need. <laughs> we absolutely need linebackers, as Grant said. I like Christian Harris, too. I think he's good. I just think he's undersized. No, he's not undersized. I think he's more just kind of bulkier, maybe a little slower in pass coverage. Quay Walker is fast, could do a four, little five, bit of coverage. 40, he's solid at coverage. He's six, not going to struggle in coverage. Really long arms, flies around the field. The big set I have for him is he had the lowest missed tackle percentage rate in college football. He only missed seven tackles out of 138 or so. So I think that's just like this guy is going to get you to the ground if he gets his hands on you. He's instinctive, confident in the box, Evan. He plays with lively and ready feet. Quick recognition. <laughs> Absolute scout speed. Sees right past now. climbing blockers. <laughs> snappy hands to playoff bo- blocks quickly. Okay, Are you only, reading something right now? He only had he, 65 tackles, though. As he a has senior. a little tightness in his hips, upright in his second level movements, average <laughs> body control. Three Strength doesn't always match his size. These are your wideouts again. Before who do you want, Evan? You didn't say. You didn't. You didn't make. I have not said no. Yeah, because this is the area where, like, you kind of. This is a weird area. Yeah. This is a weird area. This is where Brad gets paid the box. Yes. This is where. This is where they actually could potentially trade back from one of these picks. We keep thinking about trading back at two, but there's always a team that wants a QB in the first round, and if we don't, they just hop out of 32, get back into the 50s, and then you get Pickens or. Uh, Quay Walker at a more reasonable price than drafting them at 34 or 32. Like, that's what I would love to see on draft night. But obviously, we can't trade down, so we are yeah, stuck yeah, with Yeah, you get out of, like, 32. Somebody comes in, you get, like, two more picks. So you have 34, maybe a 40 and a 50 pick. So you now you have more draft capital. In terms yeah, of right. receivers, I like the North Dakota State kid better than Pickens. I like Pickens way more than the North Dakota State kid. I think Pickens is a better route runner and has better ball control. I like Pickens a lot. I lean Pickens. very Georgia biased in general. It's just I, a matter of what position you want to pass. We need. I'd rather people take say. Manager. People say you know the four big ones are obviously wide receiver, safety, and edge, and wide receivers like the biggest one because it's more. You know everybody sees it more because it's on the offensive side. Defense you don't really care about it until it. They, somebody misses a tackle or misses an assignment. So I'm okay with going linebacker. I just said I think we need to go defense heavily, and I would wait to pass on wide receivers. Just as a matter of fact that, you know, Deeper. if you have a wide receiver that you like, it would suck to pass on them. I'm okay with taking Quay Walker because I think the defense needs to get better. Any push for Christian Harris instead? No. I like Quay Walker better. I was just looking at Chain Tyndall would be there at 83 if we want to go wide out, and I could talk myself into a Georgia linebacker later. But I do think Quay Walker is flying up draft boards for a reason as opposed to Channing Tindall. Like, I think Quay Walker is a good pick, and you can talk yourself into it at this point. 
Drafted. I think we're all comfortable with it. With the 34th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, with two minutes to spare on the clock, we are taking Quay Walker. Quay Way! Sorry, I'll see myself out. That was... <laughs> all right, we are back to the board. Mm-hmm. We're back. All right, let me get back to we're all. Back. The clock will not start yet. We got a recap of what, what just happened and like who's left for <laughs> yeah, us to look at. Scroll up a lot. Well, if you, if you can without jumping. Oh, yeah. Once it stops on your pick, it's good. Okay, so we went Quay. Offense, edge rusher again. So it's, they so the Jets took Pickens a little spot ahead of where he was supposed to go. The Seahawks got their quarterback with Matt Corral. Me personally, I know I'm I'm not gonna try to like seem like biased or anything. I don't know if Ajabo's still gonna be a second round pick. I've um, seen that he's still projected to be. He's I, one of the bigger question marks in this draft. You know how um the guy uh Awusu Koromoa for Notre Dame, that linebacker last year that I wanted, he fell to the Browns fell like in the he second had round. A heart condition that came up at the last minute. Um mm-hmm. it's just the fact that like he is like a linebacker edge rusher, but he also that's all he did. He didn't pass. He didn't drop back in pass coverage. He wasn't there on like kind of rundown situations. He was in there just to rush the passer. I know it's relevant in the NFL, but you know, with the torn Achilles, is it worth a second round pick? I can see like talking into a third pick, third round pick, but it, it's just a big question mark. I'm not hating to your on point. It. To your point, he really was only a pass rusher. He didn't play many running downs. Like he just wouldn't see him on the field, and then he'd come in. Um, the flip side is he does have game changing like force fumble ability is what I would call it because his like his ability to swap balls out of people's hands like quarterbacks he's very good at that um, like just the precision it takes so that would be what you're selling yourself on is just like a turnover guy on third downs. And I like I do like the the this guy Abikiti for Penn State better as an edge rusher if they were to if our team was to double up on that at some point. Um, then we get into the wide receiver run here. Alex's guy went to the Bears, Christian Watson. The Eagles got Christian Harris at a good price. The Pittsburgh Steelers takes that makes sense based on their needs. Mechie, Winfrey, Hall. This cornerback I liked. He's pretty tall from UTSA. Not great competition, but really tall. I like, did a not Mel- like, him. like a Melifonwu type of guy. Um, and now Kenneth Walker went at 64. So now us. I think we've assessed enough we only get five minutes for a round three pick i'm starting it now i'm flipping to the positions for you guys this is more of like a word vomit since we're more QB, on the clock no. running back no so to a really wide receiver you could um, tolbert bell wandell and pierce our next pick guys is not until 97 There's a tackle inside defensive lineman. That's nope. That looks like a no. Edge. That guy from Cincinnati is kind of a beast. He He's is. Good. He's a little undersized. He kind of is, but he is a Neller, just straight up pass rusher. My Jay Sanders is a beast. That's what we're talking about. Linebacker we took. I'm, I feel comfortable not really looking at them. Um, Kobe Bryant is nice. Remember, he was the kind of guy behind next to Sauce. This is kind of a tough pick here, guys. At sixty-six, I think why is, that anything, is. is anything jumping out? You want Alex wants to go wide receiver. He wants to fill the need. Evan, um, what do you think? Wide receiver, I wouldn't hate it. Um, I don't hate it either. I think you have two quality ones 
that you could. I don't know a ton about Tolbert. I know he's like an athletic freak from what I heard, right? That Tolbert, he's a yeah. you know, small stool guy. Just I like David Bell. I know I like, like people David are like Bell. We were biased. We watched him, but that dude just made big plays for years, like multiple years in the Big Ten. David Bell was an absolute headache, and I feel like that doesn't just go away at the NFL level. Um, Good route based runner. Off of what we've brought in, what the Lions have brought in. Um, I know there were some for the Tolbert. There's some hype about the Robinson from Kentucky. Um, you have two kind of already bigger wide receivers. Is kind of like what do you want? Um, I'm okay with any wide receiver because oh, I can talk myself into it any wide receiver because we need just more depth so i'm okay at any position here austin um, calvin calvin austin's the most like gadget guy he's more uh like a speedster type of guy the way i see it i well i'm a shark dj shark guy so i get biased by that like i don't necessarily need an x receiver because i think he's going to prove himself to be solid and we'll resign him best case scenario david bell gets comp to keenan allen um not that it'll be that that's his that good but his ceiling because like he's a little bit slower and keenan allen's very was very slow but they're great like david bell has a phenomenal hands and just kind of knows how to get open uh, i think he's a little bit different than amonra so you're not doubling up there or anything he's just a different receiver i lean david bell i lean tolbert tell me about tolbert i know nothing about him i did not do my fast senior bowl. elite route runner uh, some negatives. He does struggle with drops. Nope. Uh, a little I'm bit. Out. Nope. Nope. NFL comparison is Marvin Jones. David Bell's comparison. He has a fifth round grade, and his comparison is Zay Jones. But David Bell's a Tolbert's a round two uh, projection comparison. Marvin Jones. What side are you? To- Weaknesses for David Bell. Bounced off balance inside the route. Smooth but average quickness. Very one speed, lacks optimal body type for combat catches, below average win rate on downfield battles for the ball. I don't like it. That's David (laughs) Bell. That's Jalen Tolbert right here is what I'm looking at. (laughs) We got a minute and a half. I like David Bell. I don't. I mean, me, I I would go defense still. I would switch defense over David Bell. What do you want? Um, I'm going. I'm going secondary. I'm going either corner or safety again. I'm just. I need depth at this position and like make the best man win. I don't care who you are. Um, I like Kobe Bryant. I, 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 I like, Kobe like Kobe Bryant. Bryant. You don't um, like Kobe Bryant? Marcus Jones. There were two safe two corners for Houston. One of them was bigger body. I don't know if that was Marcus Jones or not. Um, and then safeties. Um, I would hate it if we drafted a tight end here. But I also. What about Myjay? Are we out on him? I got a minute left. I would say I'm out just holding. We already have the Okora brothers. We assessed it with Thibodeau, you know, our fourth pick. I don't think we need to get another edge rusher. I like Kobe Bryant. I think it's a great name. Um, Did you not like him, Evan? How much time we got? I, I don't Kobe mind Bryant. it. How much time we have? You're less than a minute. 44 40 seconds. seconds. We have not taken a corner yet. Kobe Bryant's Four, pretty taken, fast. 4-5. PJ Williams is his comparison. Would, I'm leaning, I'm leaning PJ Williams? Yeah. I think Kobe Bryant. Another safety. But who though? We haven't Ooh, talked we haven't, about you know, We have to give a name. You can just right. say Nick position. Cross. I mean, ninety fourth overall. Guy. Wait, Evan, we might be able to get Nick Cross at ninety seven if we need to. Okay, okay, okay. Kobe, okay. Kobe Bryant. That's fine. <laughs> just to be able to Kobe. <laughs> well, we are reaching. We just, we we just are talked reaching. ourselves. We just talked ourselves into that. What I read like about David Bell was bad stuff. I couldn't pull the trigger on that. I still want him bad. We could have taken a linebacker. Leo I'm Chanel. just gonna let 
I'm just no. I'm just gonna let this run and then we'll go back up like we did last time. Tolbert. Oh my timer just went off in my ear. And Sanders went. Wow, that is loud. Reset to five. Oh. Dude, it is tough to pick when we only get five minutes. <laughs> just wasn't went anyone that like crazy popped out. No, that was a boring pick. Elk Pierce didn't make it to us. I'm on cornerback, so I don't know what the big board looks like. Channing Tyndall. Good thing we didn't wait. <laughs> the reach was worth it. Say Spiller. Everybody thought he was. Oh my oh, God! Trey, Trey McBride. McBride was just lurking. I would have drafted back him at 97. Ooh, Greg Dolchers is there. Greg Dolchers, not bad. Isaiah Likely, I do like him. He's not gonna. Uh, doesn't really fit the whole. You know, one right, blocking right. scheme. I'm not in on a tight end here. The tackle went. We have one tight end, Alex. I know, but I'm not in on a tight end. So Alex's guy Tolbert went first out of the guys we were talking about. I've heard great things about Josh Pascal. David Bell went 78, not too far after us. Calvin Austin Chanel, went. Chanel fell. <laughs> Wendell Robbins. So the three wide receivers that we were kind of talking all, about went all not right after. Yep. Um, okay, so definitely need to look at wide receivers. Yep, I'm going to hit start, five minutes, ready, go. When's our next pick after 97? 177, fifth round Holy pick. cow. We've taken edge, safety, linebacker, cornerback. We have addressed our defense. No one can dispute that. I'm going to start with looking at wide receivers, but it looks like, like Justin Ross. we can get them later. We're at 177. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I'm an idiot. Idiot. Um, the top guys on the board for those at home are tight ends. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't love that. I know people say we need one, but I don't love it. There's that Brian Cook guy I talked to you about, Alex. But we already did take one Cincinnati secondary player. I don't know if we need to double up. Linebacker. This I like running Beavers. Darian Beavers. Yeah, he's pretty good. There is Justin Ross. You talked about him, Alex. Can you can you give me some stats on Justin Ross with four minutes to go here? I don't Comparison, know Tim Patrick, good size and length, um, smooth route runner. Weaknesses, not very physical, repetitive stutter step release, and below average juice to climb past and stack tight man coverage. Can you give me, uh, as the Senior Bowl director, Velas Jones was a name that popped at the Senior Bowl. Can you give me some Velas Jones Jr.? Uh, information, please. Me? Yes, Alex. I wasn't the senior pole director. Evan was. Uh, he ran a four three one. So fast. Super fast. Combine. Um, what does he do? His comparison is Devin Duvernay. So he's more of a gadget type, returner mm-hmm. type. Can line up inside or outside. Route showed improvement later in the season. Weaknesses will be a 25-year-old rookie below average wingspan and doesn't drive hard into his routes off the snap. Only asked to run extremely basic routes. Can you give me the Tyquan Thornton? We did watch his tape, but I just want to know what people outside of me say with my eyeballs. I do like Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, I can give you something for him as well. Before you go with that, Evan, what are your thoughts right now? Um, I'm still thinking defense. Um, I would, you know, tight ends also a position. I mean, I think you get more versatile and you add depth there. Do we draft one? I mean, you're wasting a pick on a tight end. You can always just bring somebody in later and fill that void. Um, you saw when Hawkinson went down, the production went down there. 
Um, but like this safety, would you say like Nick Cross? I would say safety. I know. I think we've talked to Cross. And I think we've also talked to the dark Kirby Joseph. I think we brought in as well. Um, I like Brian Cook a, a little bit. I haven't seen Nick Cross play much. I don't remember like him in the games I've watched I the think Maryland play this season. Nick Cross is jumping up the boards, but that could also just be me thinking out loud. got two minutes do we we thinking pretty much like wide out or defense the wide outs aren't great nick cross ran a 4-3-4 um, which one is nick cross he's a safety, safety from, maryland, from maryland six foot 212 a little short honorable mention big 10 45 tackles which led the team two interceptions five breakups in 12 games all that was a true freshman Taekwon Thornton runs a 4-2-8-40, super fast, tall, wide receiver. Weaknesses, bone thin, likely to stay that way. Strong press coverage could completely eliminate him from a game. Nick Ross's hmm. round two grade. Oh. So Taekwon's only diss is like Devontae Smith build? That's not bad. His build and hands are extremely small. C- comp? Entire hands are small. Cop is Taekwon Underwood. I don't know who that is. It sounds like just they picked a guy named Taekwon and said <laughs> Nick like Cross has a better grade four three four forty round two grade. So we should take him. Seems like it can be only weaknesses is can be a little late in downhill run support. Um, a little bit of hip tightness. That's basically it. Just so we late to with, the run. I'm okay with taking two safeties. Are you guys okay with taking two safeties? I am good with it. We debating between Cross. Yeah. Who's the other one? Uh, Kirby Joseph from Illinois. Longer wingspan, taller, um, but he doesn't weigh as much. He's just only an inch taller. No 40 yard. Um, he has better length and range. He I is like a much Cross worse is- prospect. I like Nick Cross's grade. Correct. Nick Cross is a, has a lot higher grade, and he ran a four three four. Yeah, Kirby right, Joseph's Nick. a round five guy. I think it's Nick Cross. Nick Cross it is. Time. The ninety seventh pick in the twenty twenty two NFL draft. The Detroit Lions like Nick Cross. Okay, now now we can assess the offense from here on out. I yeah, think we're not going to find much. I think. I think our fans would be booing us, but who cares? We know better. Okay, we drafted Monroe in the fourth round last year, Alex, and we're only one round later, so I don't think it's as terrible as you think. As well, I was looking at some of the scouting reports for these. Alex, we had historic, historically bad defense. Tom, that's no, I don't think we didn't need defense. I'm just saying the wide receiver class is much thinner now in this point. A lot, a lot of guys have gone earlier than expected. We passed on the wide receiver group because we think we can get somewhere else, or we don't need as much as something. And we think. signed DJ Chark. Do do. We signed Chark already. Um, we can back Reynolds. Back Reynolds. Hawk will be. Hawk will be don't healthy. Quintus Cephas. Quintus Cephas will be healthy. Amonra wasn't even used the first half of the year. Correct. Like, we'll, we'll be fine. And plus, we're still kind of like in this no man land with golf. Like I don't know. Might as well sign a guy or trade for Debo. <laughs> we're trading for Debo. No. <laughs> System cube. We're on the clock. I don't even, we are we on go the back? clock. I don't think we need to go back and look. No, really. there's a lot of names that. Just take uh, us to the wideout pool. That's what we care wait, about. Wait. It's round five. I'll do a little cheat. I'll show you guys that. 
Bo Naylor. Charleston Rambo and Jalen Naylor. I'm going to go here. We're at 181. Reset us to five. Yeah, let me look at what picks we have because I feel like that shouldn't count towards our time. 177 and 181. Oh. And then two kind of close. Let's go Rambo Naylor. (laughs) I love that. Let's start do our. All right. Due diligence Ready? here. Yes. Yes. I understand. All right. Let me First get back to this up timer. on my Googling Bang. is Eric Nzumier. Well, yeah, you do that. I'll look at the full board in case there's anyone that's fell. So Jake Ferguson has technically fell. Wouldn't um, be bad. We tied into our big ten rushers. Like a you could if we drafted a I'm just telling you this. I don't I've never seen this kid play, but if you drafted an edge rusher from Texas AM in the fifth round, I'd be like that kid could be good. That no. just screams like he could be good. I don't think we need to focus on that. That's just like blind know. trust in a school. Yeah, I know. Which I have. Caleb Ellaby. I've heard really good things about this guy as a safety, but we've already taken two. We're not taking three. But that's just a heads up for Lions fans. If you're doing your own mock drafts, you could get Marquise Bell from a school later. Dude, I feel like these edge rushers could be in play. Okay, okay, okay. I don't mind Jake Ferguson, honestly. I don't mind Jake Ferguson. I don't really mind Charleston Rambo. I like um, Rambo. He made plays against us in, at Miami. He did run a 4-5-40. Not terrible, uh, but not the best. I mean, we also drafted Quintus Sivas, who oh, worse. Uh, this guy got arrested. Ooh, so Ferguson not. is dirt slow. Michael Clemens got arrested. I think he's off our big board. Ferguson is up. dirt slow, Evan. Four eight. He's a tight end. Oh, four eight please. isn't slow for a tight end. It's pretty slow. Four Top eight is not slow recruit. for a tight end. Sixth, seventh round. Cannot block. Load. You can teach. I'm, checking, I'm doing our. I'm doing our edge checking for us. But Grant, how am I going to see the other guys available? Yeah. No, I know. I know. We took a cornerback, but there's one from Pittsburgh. Son, Son Haskins is on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb Enby. Andrew Kate Stuber. Mace. Kate get, Mace was a high. Remember I mean, that safety smoke Monday? We could have waited and got a sweet name. Andrew Stuber. Evan, if you want to get if you want to get if you want to get rid of um five point average backup or special teamer, that doesn't sound great. He's fast though. Jalen Naylor is better graded than uh, Charleston Rambo. Says who? And if uh, says the Lance Zerline, we, we could draft uh, Andrew Stuber, Evan, and then we could trade Taylor Decker. <laughs> Deal. Get the nineteen million dollars off the books. I don't care who plays left tackle. One of Jalen Naylor's only weaknesses is missed extensive time due to injury. So basically, he's a first rounder. I mean, Alex wants him bad. I can feel it in his voice. I don't hate but it. Could we get him in round five? Cool. We could get him at one eighty one. Could we get him at two seventeen? Maybe. He's two twenty one on this board. I would say Naylor and uh, Quez Watkins. Does anybody know who Quez Watkins is? Yeah, he plays for the Eagles. That is Jalen Naylor's uh, comp. Yeah. I don't want to be biased. I do like Rambo a little bit more than Naylor. Um, we could take two at the end of the draft. Uh, I think yeah, we should take. Lancer we should take since so. since we kind of have like focused on wildfish and our time's only in a minute. I think we should take one of them, 
and then we should take a defensive guy or something at 181 or whatever else we think. We could and take a, see if one of them's there at 217. We could take an O-lineman. We didn't take any. You always need depth. Cade Mays, I've heard his name before. He's a highly regarded five-star, four-star. I can, I can vouch for Stuber. He's, he's pretty good. We don't need to take him with this pick. You can take one of the wideouts and then take him at 181. I like tackles better than IOL, but we might need an I. Well, well Vitae. We're trying to get rid of Vitae, so maybe we take I, one of these guys. I would say interior, or the, I just don't know anything about these guys. I don't either. No, this happened to us last draft. We don't yeah, have enough time to Google them. Nope. Well, what do you guys think for this pick? Should we take a guy we we know and we've watched play? In Rambo or or one of the Wilds, or should we punt? Because one of the Wilds would probably be there at this pick. Correct. Could take Ferguson. Do we think? <sighs> you said he's slow though. Well, I would say tight end four eight slow. for a t- tight end is not a slow tight end is not four eight. He's just Ferguson? not blocking. He doesn't block. This is his weakness is blocking. Mm. What about Haskins? Fix it. No, we're not taking Hassan Haskins. We need a running back. Jamal Williamson is going to be there forever. <laughs> okay, draft, draft, draft. <laughs> Click someone. We're not going to get the pick in. All right, I'm taking. You want IOL Evan? It doesn't matter. I think any depth at offensive lineman for 177, whatever grade you're going to get. Will you guys call me? It's our draft. I'm taking Andrew Stuper. That's fine. That's fine. We didn't get the pick in. They just yes, they did. they avoided it. The thing was going off in my ear. I was trying to talk through that. <laughs> Fifties. All right, guys, back. Don't even start um, the timer for this one. We're taking a wide out. I think I'm not waiting. I think I'm going to take Ferguson, and then I'm going to take a wide out. Oh, uh, Ferguson! It is. I'm okay with it. Seeing him play, Big Ten biased. Need a tight end. We need you. Need a better tight end than what we had last year. And Hawkinson's injury prone. Draft him. I clicked it. Oh, we yeah. didn't draft Connor Hayward. Oh shit! <laughs> you can't really block, Alex. Watch your mouth. So you like tight end went right after now. us. We just Good cross pick. our fingers. We just cross our fingers and hope one of our wads we identified as being good makes it to our last pick. Rambo had ninety plus receiving yards in every ACC game besides one. Started his career at Oklahoma, then transferred. That guy got arrested. Bills made a massive mistake there. <laughs> it's the sixth round. Wow, someone is really missing out on Hassan Askins. Smoke Monday. Monday. Bad pick by the new big cat GM. Cordale Flott would be a good pick. Ooh, that tight end for Maryland popped when I watched him. We should take it from him. Yeah, he was he has he's fast on the 40. Wait, but he wasn't he wasn't that wide out that I love that wore the hoodie. So I disregard that's not the guy I was thinking of. Sterling Weatherford. Jake Ferguson belongs in Detroit. He'll fit right in with our Wisconsin Iowa tight end room. Yeah. yeah. Big Ten tight ends. <laughs> because there's only conference that relies on them. All right. Don't do it. He Kev- fell. They all fell. Kevin Austin Jr. looks sweet. <laughs> now that is draft board that management, boys. We have every receiver we want. Kevin Austin Jr. looks incredible. Oh, my God. Are we just going to get blinded by the flashy guy? <laughs> He's oh, a goodness. round three guy. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Yes. What is he? Let me look what he looks like. I'm gonna go. He his pictures so on only, Google. He has a 12 pack. Oh my god, oh my he god. is DK Metcalf. He's <laughs> a unit. 
What's wrong with them? 6'2", 200 pounds, 4'4", 3". Pretty fast. What's what's wrong with him? He's faster he than here? Rambo and Naylor. Why is he here? I don't know. Kevin Austin spoke with Good Morning Football and Peter Schrager. Did he get arrested? He's probably did something bad. Let me see. Missed 2019 season due to violation of team rules. I think we rolled the dice on him. <laughs> Wait, what? 2019? Who is writing this? Who is writing yeah. this strengths for this? <laughs> Charleston so Rambo used to play for Oklahoma? Yes, yeah, he was a transfer. Oh, I'm kind of back in on that. Okay, God, do you want to see I the number? You want to hear the number one Stop. strength for uh, <laughs> Kevin Kevin Austin Jr. Body yeah, beautiful too. with long chiseled frame. Sus. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wrote this article he does have right a now. beautiful body, though. Ew! Look at Rambo's pros- candidate for bottom of roster or practice squad. Yeah, this he's guy projected to be a seventh or not get drafted. This is a third to fourth round guy in our lap who just violated some team rules. Who's okay, saying some, this? Some weaknesses, only 54 catches in his career. Because uh, he never played. surgeries on his left foot, causing him to miss most of 2020. No Alex? special teams experience in his background. I'm all in on him. I'm watching some video. People are going to call us homers uh, if we take three big time guys in a row. But also, I like the way Naylor looks on this page. Average backup or special teamer. Can't have You can never have too many of those. 70 average grade on next-gen stats. This guy is... Kevin Austin Jr. is higher graded than Naylor and Rambo. Correct. He's a good backup with potential to develop into a starter. So is that... That's the pick? He's fast. We did our... We we got blinded by the new flashy thing. Tested well. Big body. We're going to look back next year at this guy. Be like, so wow. we took t- we we started our draft with character problems and Kevin Thibodeau, and we ended our draft in character problems. Yes. With Kevin I think we rolled the dice with Kevin Austin Jr. We okay. bring in somebody else. Rambo's not going to get drafted. And then we can sign Naylor if he doesn't get drafted. Then I'm clicking my selection, so we just can, we look at what we did, see what we liked, what we don't like. So our recap: first pick. Number two, Kayvon Thibodeau, 32, Lewis Seen from Georgia, safety, 34, Quay Walker, LB, we stacked that. Uh, that. Defense, Kobe Bryant, 66, great name, cornerback, Cincinnati, 97, big gap there. That's the biggest gap in the draft. That's a, that's a huge swing play. Uh, we took Nick Cross, safety from Maryland. Round five, offensive tackle, Andrew Stuper from Michigan, 181. Round six, Jake Ferguson, tight end from Wisconsin, and then round Six two seventeen. Kevin Austin Jr. from Notre Dame. He's Initial thoughts, guys. <laughs> I really like our first four picks. Defense heavy. I think that could be a great foundation for our defense. I, mean, I, like I think all could be picks. starters. I like our first five picks, and obviously the first three picks for us have to be starters. Um, and then from there, we we decide to go defensive heavy. We you know we pass on an early wide receiver. Could have hurt us, could have not. Um, it's all about development for the wide receiver group. But we put an emphasis on fixing the defense. Because I don't think know, this will help a lot. With like the quarterback situation, what are we going to do there? I think if the quarterback yeah. situation was set in stone, what we're going to do with it then, it would be easier to draft like offensive guys or defensive guys. And I know it doesn't matter in, in actual any statistics, but having 
three guys out of the top four picks be on college football playoff teams and two of them on the national championship team makes me feel good. Yep. Like we we got guys that know the big the big stage. They were key contributors to big time college football teams. And like we have some household names. You know, we're not dipping into linebackers from Hawaii, not the, you know, we're, we're getting linebackers from the Georgia Bulldogs to defending national I actually love so our first good. four picks quite a bit. I think I think it's pretty good. I think we did a good job. I think very good. I mean, Kobe's going to okay. come in and replace Okuda because he's terrible. So you got Kobe and Amani. That was a well, chop. Well, wait a second. I didn't. I was like zoned out because I was thinking about our critiques of what you could say we critiqued would be we waited too long on wide out. And for the QB camp, they're like, guys, we can't have golf long term, but we are banking on finding a QB somewhere else. We did sign both draft. of our backups. So, well, I don't want that, doesn't count. I'm just saying, I don't think this is the draft for a QB for this team. No, but we also couldn't trade up. So you have to incorporate that. And couldn't trade down or down. All right. Well, that is the end of episode 69. Nothing sexier than a mock draft. Um, we didn't close out the show because I forgot we did the interview last, but the normal at shot of MS everywhere uh, for social media. So we'll, I'll make a graphic out of this instead of just a screenshot like last year. I'll, I'll probably like our top four or so picks and the rest I'll just have people scroll, but we'll get some cool pictures of these guys. Be like, this is the shot of MS draft. Um, so look out for that. And then wherever you listen to it, just subscribe, follow it, review all that good stuff. Hmm. It's really all I have. Stay tuned. Look at our Twitter on Thursday. Um, you might want to check Great us out. Time. We'll probably be doing a live stream, draft live. Come watch with us. Um, reactions, yep. fill up our Twitter, fill up our DMs, fill up the chat. We'll probably be live on our YouTube channel. Yes. So stay tuned Correct. for that if you're interested. Yes, we will be promoting that. And even if you're not interested, you should watch it. We'll be promoting that like latest by like Tuesday. We'll make a graphic for that too, like with the you know our faces on there. I mean, I'm thinking something kind of funny, like watch the draft with us, blah blah blah. And then obviously the night of, we'll have like the links out for the live stream and join. Um, so yeah, people are like, hey, we want to see you more outside the podcast. Well, here's your opportunity. Doesn't yeah. happen often, potentially once a year at times. So here we go, live stream. Got our tune in so we get big numbers, so we do it more. Uh, and that is the show cheers to close out episode 69 cheers 69 cheers